Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. I want you welcome welcome everyone to Believing Beyond Limits, a new podcast that we just started tonight. Tonight is our first night, our first episode. My name is Tony Collins. I want to actually. I want to first of all. I want to thank uh, Millions.com for uh, allowing me to start this podcast with them, team, teaming up with them, working with them. I think it's a, a great thing that we're doing. Uh, we got some guests coming on. I see Alex is here. Uh, I see Colette is here. I see Susan is here. I see Bonnie is here. If you guys can all hear me, just give me a yes on the screen and uh, let me know if you want to ask questions. Of course you can. Um, absolutely fantastic. Thanks, Alex. I appreciate that. Um, our first episode, what I want to do is, I, again, I, I have to thank um, Man, it's just unbelievable what Millions is doing because it's helping me out a lot. It's, get, it's making me able to reach a lot of people. And um, I'm very happy to that. I want to also welcome all my Instagram uh, uh, people out there. Welcome to our, our first podcast, <laughs> Believe in Beyond Limits. Um, and we're just going to talk about some things tonight, share, share, some, share some things tonight with you all. And, and my goal uh, my goal is to help as many people as possible. So if you have questions, now you on Instagram, you have to go to millions.com if you want to ask me questions. <laughs> or you on Facebook, you got to go to millions.com to ask me questions. Uh, so, so I can't I can't see the questions uh, on Instagram or on Facebook, but I can see them on millions.com. So come join me on millions.com if you have some questions that you want to ask. All right. Um, Again, uh, I want to say that uh, if I had to put a, a title on tonight's episode, it, it would have to become become what you believe. How you doing, Bonnie? Thanks for joining. <laughs> become what you believe. Um, um, one of the things that I, I, I want to do is um, help as many people as possible. That's that's my goal. Help as many pe people as possible. And so uh, everybody has a story, right? And so I, I think I have a story that can help a lot of people um, uh, make some decisions. And, and, my, and my main goal, uh, well, I can't say it's my main goal, but one of my goals is, is to help kids um, growing up in different neighborhoods. It doesn't matter what neighborhood you grow up, you still got to walk those steps and help them reach, those, reach their goals. And I, I, I'm just going to share my life uh, let you know how I reached my goal to play in the NFL. And we're going to go on and talk about a lot of things. Uh, I think this is going to be great, believe me, beyond limits, because uh, it's out there for us. Um, whatever you want, you can go get it uh, with hard work. Um, I, I think one of the things, uh, like I say, if I had to put a title on tonight, it would it would have to be become what you believe. I remember uh, I, I, I was born in this town Sanford Florida uh, and at a really early age like when I was a baby <laughs> when I was a baby uh, we um, we we <laughs> we moved to upstate New York okay we moved to upstate New York and we um, moved in this moved to this small town called Pinyan now Pinyan is a very small town about 50 miles south of Rochester, New York. And we moved to this town and it was, I mean, it was, 
um, you know, we were <laughs> the only, uh, at that time, uh, 50, in 1959, we were the only black people that were living in Pinyin. And, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about that a little later as well. But uh, it was a small town and a great town. And one of the greatest things my parents could have done was to move me, move our family to Pinyin, New York. <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of people are thinking, Pinyin, New York, why, why, why in the world would you want to go to Pinyin, New York? And so um, I, I, I think one of the, the best things that in my life was growing up in Pinyin because it gave me a, an opportunity to um, see and, and be with uh, people that truly, absolutely just love you. And, and they're all white people. And, and, and I, I think, and, I, and I'm saying this because I think it's, it's so great that what I, I was brought up in the church, we went to church every Sunday. Um, we, <laughs> I was there at church on Sunday morning, uh, Sunday afternoon. Uh, we, prayer meeting was on Wednesday. Uh, Bible study was on, on, on Monday night, Tuesday. I can't remember, but we were there a lot a lot in the church and and and, and I'm, I'm very thankful for that as well but uh moving to pinyana like i said it was probably one of the best things that could ever 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 happen to me and um uh the reason i'm saying that is i because one of the things that that's really really important is, is when you're growing up is to surround yourself with with good people and my father always said uh, you know, one one of the things that's really, really important is who you're hanging around with. And I, I got the uh, absolute uh, opportunity to hang around some good people in Pinyin. And uh, uh, friends, uh, my best friend today, Tom Watkins, uh, uh, and his parents. And, you know, uh, and I, I got to I want to say this. Growing up, uh, I think I was maybe like 10 years old, nine or 10 years old when I met when I met Tom. And man, it was just it was just fantastic. Um, his parents treated me just like, um, just like, you know, I was their son. And, and that, that's one of the things that I love so much, uh, how they treated me, because uh, it, it was, it was, I, I understood it doesn't matter the color of your skin. It, what, what matters is what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the only thing. I mean, uh, so, so I, I, I was so, excited about that but um growing up I'm, and, I, and I'm, I'm gonna say this again the title tonight is become what you believe and one of the things that i want to do i want to be a, a, a professional football player at a very young age <laughs> and so um i went to my mom and i told my mom i was 10 years old and i told my mom i said mom i am going to make it to the nfl at 10 years old that's what i told um uh not knowing what I was doing at the time, but I was speaking my future into the present. And we all have that same capability to speak your future into the present. And I didn't know what I was doing at the time, but you know that's what I was doing because you know I I I, I knew. And this is the response that I got from my mom when I told her I said, "Mom, I'm going to play in the NFL." And this is what her, her response was: She says, "Son, whatever you put your mind to, you can do it." And at that moment, at 10 years old, I knew I was going to make it to the NFL because my mom wouldn't lie to me. <laughs> I just, 
I just believe because my mom said I can make it, I'm going to make it. And so I, I, uh, I just knew at that moment that I was going to play in the NFL, become what you believe. And so from that point on, all I thought about every single day, and I'm, I'm going to be totally honest to you, every single day I thought about playing in the NFL. I walked like an NFL player. I tried to walk like an NFL player. <laughs> I tried to talk like an NFL player. I did everything that an NFL player would do. And so in my mind, I was an NFL player at 10 years old. What you think about the most will come to you. Let me say that again. What you think about the most will come to you. And a lot of times we think about the bad things that are going to happen. Now, you think about bad things enough, bad things will happen. You have to control your thoughts. And, and, and that's what I did. I, I, I was, I was a, a complete fanatic about football. Um, my mom... At one time at Christmas, I got this football set, the electric football set. You guys all remember the electric football set that you, you know, you hit the buzzer and then and they run into each other. I wore so many pants out, knees playing on that on that floor <laughs> with that electric football set. Again, I was a fanatic. I mean, I really was, man. I, every single day, all I thought about was playing in the NFL. We had this long backyard. Now, I, I didn't tell you. I'm from a family of 16. And so all my other older brothers played in the NFL. And, you know, I'm going to, well, I'll take it back. All my older brothers wanted to play in the NFL. Uh, and I was going to play in the NFL. <laughs> so here's the, here's the thing. <laughs> um, we had this long backyard, right? And so I'll be out, my, me and my brothers be out playing in the backyard. And man, we're having a great time. Everything is fantastic. And uh, we're playing, and then they get tired, and they go inside. I still want to play. I'm a fanatic, remember? And so I'm out in the backyard all by myself pretending to be in the NFL. I make moves on the air. I hear the crowd roar. I hear the cheerleaders cheer. And in my mind, I'm in the NFL at 10 years old. What you think about the most will come to you. And, 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 and one of the things that's, that's so important is, is, is that positive thinking. You know, I, I, we, the, the high school that I went to is a, was a football high school. Pinyan Academy was, was all about football back, back in the day. They're pretty much all about lacrosse right now. But, but they were all about football back when I was playing. It, that was the sport to play was football. And all my older brothers, they played football. And we had one, one of my older brothers was kind of special. His name was Morris. Uh, we called the Moose. And, you know, coming up in Pinyan, no one has ever made the varsity football team their freshman year. No one that I knew of anyway. And so, but Morris Moose made the freshman, made the varsity team as a freshman and started. And so that was my goal, man. When I see my older brother make the varsity team as a freshman, that my goal was to make the varsity team as a freshman because I knew my brother was going to play in the NFL because he was, he was the best around. And so uh, he went on, he had all these records of Pinyan, uh, went to college, went to a small college. And we'll talk about that later about kids going to, going off to college and some of the things that you're going you're gonna to need to do. But he went to a small college uh, and We'll talk about that a little bit later. <laughs> My goal was to make it to the NFL, and I had a plan. You see, okay, you, you got your goal, but now you got to get a plan. 
And my plan was to, to be very, very good in high school and go to a, a, a big college where, where the pro scouts were definitely, definitely going to see me. So I had to go to a Division I school. So do good in high school, go to a Division I school, and I'm going to play in the NFL. That's my plan, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm 10 years old, but I got a plan. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to share this with you guys. Write your plan down. Write your plan down. Look at your plan every single day. Uh, look at your goal every single day. What you think about the most will come to you. But I'm going to tell you, man, you got to have this stuff in front of you every single day because there's going to be times. And there were times where I didn't want to go work out. There were times when I didn't want to go run. There were times where I, I didn't want to go uh, do something extra. And, 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 and if you want to be the best at what you do, you cannot do what everybody else is doing. Let me say that again. If you want to be the best at what you do, you cannot do what everybody else is doing. And so I, I had a, I was a fanatic. I did all the extra stuff. But one thing that really put me over the top is when I went, when I got to high school, my freshman year, I need to make varsity. That was my goal. That was what that was one of the goals that I wrote down to make varsity my freshman year. And so tried out for the team my freshman year. And man, I thought I had a good freshman year. I thought I had a good little camp and thought everything was gonna work out. Uh, I come come back to see if I made the varsity team and I didn't make the varsity team. And I was disappointed. And one of the things that I want to share with you all is that there's going to be times that you fail and it's, there's nothing wrong with failure. Don't be, a, don't be afraid to fail because when I didn't make the varsity team my freshman year, I was crushed. I was, I was like, I'm never going to fail in football again. And so we lived on this hill, Clark Road in Penyan, New York. We lived on this hill. And every every morning from that day from that day on until till I got to varsity, I mean, well, I, I won't say every day, but it was a lot of days, a lot of mornings, and I would have to do it in the morning before I went to school. I would run that hill, up and down that hill, man, because I was not, I was I was not gonna mess mess up my 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 plan my plan was already it already had a hitch in it because i didn't make varsity so i wasn't gonna i didn't want to mess anything else up and so i worked my butt off uh from that day forth in football and you know we had a a, a fantastic football team my my senior year uh, i think about the guys man tom watkins randy richardson tom walker and chris chrissy uh, uh richard enos uh man, I just Mark Stratton. Who else? Did I say Randy Richardson? Uh, Barry Finger. I mean, it was just uh, John Whitaker, John Legault. Uh, man, it was just we we had the best high school football team <laughs> in, in upstate New York. We were the best. We we're a small school now, but trust me, we could have been, beat some big schools. We had. Two players from that high from that high school team to make it to the NFL, and I'll tell you that story too. But uh, like I said, always thinking positive. You got to always think positive. Positive thinking equals positive results. I, I mean, I was, I was, I was so positive that okay, I'll tell you this. There was, like I said, there was another guy on the team named Chris Chrissy. 
fantastic football player. I mean, Chris was a, a great athlete. I mean, Chris probably could do anything he wanted to do. Uh, he was just a great athlete. And so uh, me and Chris uh, were, you know, I, I, I put, we're the two stars on the team. We were all conference, all state, all everything. And, and we get to go to this, uh, uh, some, some type of dinner or for all the, Top players in the in the in the in the state of New York, and uh, me and Chris got invited to go, and we get interviewed. We get interviewed by this uh, reporter. And, you know, I'm excited, man. You know, this is you know, I'm from the, the small little town, and I'm up in Rochester now, and get interviewed by these people, and I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> and so the guy, uh, you know, starts interviewing Chris and I, and we're talking, and we're talking, and we're talking, and. Uh, and I said, yeah, um, I'm going to go to a vision. My plan is to go to a vision one school and then I'm going to go to the NFL just like that. And the guy looks at me and he says, do you know what your chances are to make it to the NFL from a small school like that? Like no other, no other player has ever come out of the high school. Do you know what your chances are? I was like, no, I don't know what my chances are. He said, your chances are probably like 3000 to one. To, 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 to make it to the NFL from PN Academy. This was, my, <laughs> this was my answer to him. This is how positive I was. He says, your, your, your chances are probably 3,000 to one. I said, well, you're saying I got a chance. That's how positive I was. I just knew I was gonna make it to the NFL, man, because what my mom said, um, you know, I, I did, I was doing everything that I, I knew, knew what to do, to, do to, to be the best that I could be at, at football. And like I said before, my father used to always say, you can't do what everybody else is doing. Just can't. If you want to be the best at what you do, you got to do something different. And so at that point forward, I, I always did extra. And, and, and it's all about the extra. It's all about putting in the work. I mean, you could have all these dreams. But if you don't put no work to your dreams, they're just dreams. You just you're just dreaming. In the Bible, and I'm and and I might say in the Bible a lot because you know I was raised in the church. I mean, my father was a deacon in the church. My mom did everything in the church. We went, like I said before, we went to church all the time. And in the Bible, somewhere it says, "Faith without works is dead." I mean, you can believe all you want, but if you don't put any work to your belief, I mean, you just, just fooling yourself. Faith without works is dead. Your, your faith is dead. You have dead faith without any works, okay? So you, you got to put the work in, man. You got to put the work in. And that's all about the extra. If you don't do the extra, you're just going to be like everybody else. It's all about the extra. And so I, I, I wanted to do the extra. And um, uh, my goal was to go to a division one school. And so um, I got recruited by Syracuse. I got recruited by a few other teams up and up, uh, up around upstate. But I wanted to try to go south because I was getting, I, I wanted to go to a warm weather place. <laughs> and so the University of Florida uh, gives me a call. Um, now, again, you got to understand, I'm from a family of 16. I've never been on an airplane before. And the University of Florida uh, sets me up for a visit. So your, your senior year, uh, you get, I don't know if they're still doing it, but I'm pretty sure they are. You get five official visits your senior year. And so on my fourth visit, 
it was to the University of Florida. And so I'm excited, but I'm more excited about getting on the airplane than I am going to visit, going to visit University of Florida because I've never been on the airplane before. And so um, <laughs> I get on the airplane, man, it's, and it's fantastic, man. Everything I thought it would be, I get down there and uh, Florida, University of Florida, their colors are orange and blue, just like Ping Yan. Ping Yan is orange and blue. And so I get down there and, and everything just goes fantastic. And, and, and I, I signed a letter of intent. I'm going to University of Florida. Back then, you signed a letter of intent, and it's all set up. But, but I signed a letter of intent, just the intent that I'm going. My mind is made up. I'm going to the University of Florida. I fly back home uh, on that Sunday. And uh, Monday, I think it was, Monday or Tuesday, Pat died. Pat Dye calls me from East Carolina University. I don't know if you guys know who Pat Dye is. He's a, a, a big-time coach that coached at Auburn, Coach Bo Jackson. But before he got to Auburn, he was at East Carolina University. And so um, uh, he calls me up on the phone, and he says to me, do you want to take a visit to East Carolina University? I didn't know where East Carolina University was at. It's in North Carolina. And uh, my first question to him was, are you guys going to fly me down? And he goes, yeah, we're going to fly you. I was like, yeah, I'm coming. Call, Yeah, I want to come because I get to get on the airplane again. <laughs> so the only reason, the only reason that, I, that I'm going to University of East Carolina was I was just going to get on the airplane again. I'm not going to East Carolina University. I don't even know where East Carolina University is at. And so uh, I get down there and um uh, takes me to Parker's uh, barbecue place or whatever. And he takes me to Parker's and Pat Dye, this is what Pat Dye says to me. He says, son, if you come here, you'll get an opportunity to play and you'll get an opportunity to play in the NFL. And, and for that moment, and that moment, when, when, Pat, when Pat Dye said that, I changed my mind. I believe what this man said. And I call home and I call my mom and my dad and, and I said, I don't think I want to go to Florida anymore. I want to go to East Carolina. And my mom says, boy, get your butt back on the plane. Come on home because <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. My brothers was like, are you crazy? East Carolina? Where is East Carolina? <laughs> I remember one of, one of my brothers, I don't know if my brother or my father, it says, I heard of North Carolina and I heard of South Carolina. But where in the hell is East Carolina? <laughs> it wasn't even on the map. And uh, I changed my mind and I made the decision to go to East Carolina University. And it was the right decision. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm and, 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 and that's going to be a, a whole nother thing. Uh, I want to uh, definitely do some episodes and help kids uh, get off to college. It's, it's not all about going to the big school. You want to go to a school uh, that's that you're going to be able to play at. Um, uh, Percentage-wise, when players are when players are playing, uh, they graduate. When they're not playing, they drop out of school, and, and, and it's, a lot of things happen. So you want to go to a school that, that you're going to get to play at. And I got to play at East Carolina University, and, 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 and I played well. Um, and, and, and it was – but, here, here, but here's, the, here's the thing. You know, I think about – uh, choices that that I, I made in my life, and one of the choices uh, that I made was not to go to Florida, to go to East Carolina. 
everybody else thought that it was the worst decision that I could make um, uh, to go to school, but it was still my goal to go to a division one school and East Carolina was a division one school. And when Pat Dye said to me, if you come here, you get an opportunity to play in the NFL. The other coach didn't say that to me. So my mind was when he spoke those words to me and I, and I grabbed hold to him and I, and, 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 and I, and I knew at that moment when he said that East Carolina was my place. And so you, you, it's all about choices. A lot of times we, we make choices that we think are good choices and they turn out to not be so good choices. And we're, we're going to talk about the choices later on because I've, I've made so many good choices and I made so many bad choices in my life. And see, here's the thing about choices. You can make a thousand great choices, 10,000 great choices, and you make one bad choice, just one. And everybody's going to remember you because of that bad choice. Because life is all a lot about the choices that you make. So I made that good choice to go to East Carolina and I got down to East Carolina. Again, you know, I'm from Pinyan, New York. Nobody's ever heard of Pinyan, New York. And so when I get down there, all these guys from North Carolina, they think that I can't play football. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm from New York. There's a, nothing but basketball players uh, uh, play in New York and so uh, come from New York. And so when I got to East Carolina University my freshman year, man, I got, man, they were all over me because they didn't think I could play. But again, uh, my goal was to make it to the NFL. And see, one of the goals, like, like I said before, it's all about competing and working hard and doing the things that you know that you have to do. It's a, it's a sacrifice. And I made sacrifices my, my freshman year because my freshman year, you know, they, they didn't pick on you. You know, as a freshman, you, they're going to taunt you a little bit. But, but it just drove me. Uh, uh, I, I remember uh, a guy named Harold Randolph. We used to call him too small. And, uh, so I didn't start my freshman year, and but on the uh, on the on, on Mondays after after the game, the the scout team and I was on the scout team when we would go against the first team defense, and they get they get a chance to beat up on us uh, <laughs> on Monday. And so my thing was, I'm not gonna let them beat up on me. I'm gonna try to do my best to to get the best of them. And there were some Mondays, man, and. You know, if I would break a tackle for maybe a 15 or 20 yard run, Harold Randolph, <laughs> the next play, whether he can he can hit me or not, legally or not, he's going to hit me because, you know, he didn't like for, for me to show him up. I'm a, I'm a freshman. He's a senior. Uh, and so I, I remember Harold. Harold Randolph made me a better football player because, of I mean, he would try to take my head off. So I had to keep my head on the swivel, making sure I knew where Harold was. <laughs> and so I was a better football player because of Harold uh, uh, my freshman year. And uh, I got the opportunity to start my, my sophomore year. And um, we, man, we, we were a pretty good team. I, I got a chance to go to a bowl game, uh, Independence Bowl game my, my sophomore year. I think we were like, Eight and, eight and three or something like that. I can't remember. We had good we had good records every uh, all three years when Pat Dye was there, and um, 
my, my, my senior year, Pat Dye left. Uh, but my, my sophomore year, we had a great year, went to the Independence Bowl, won that game, got a chance to meet John Wayne. <laughs> and so uh, remember that. Uh, my junior year was, was my best year. Uh, in, at East Carolina, I rushed for over 1,100 yards and uh, ran a few touchdowns back on the kickoff and um, uh, just had a special time that year. Uh, but uh, my senior year, Pat Dye leaves. Uh, I think he goes to Wyoming. He was trying to get a job at North Carolina State or something. I don't know what, what, what went wrong, but he goes. He ends up in Wyoming. Now, I'm, I'm, it, he was the only reason I came to East Carolina. And, and I was so upset uh, when he left uh, East Carolina to go to Wyoming. I, I mean, I was heartbroken. I, was, I really was. He, was. he was like my second dad and, and, and just a great person, a great coach. And, uh, and I was heartbroken because he left my, uh, my, my senior year. And Ed Emery came in. Uh, and Ed Emery came in. And the first thing, man, I didn't like him. I didn't like him because he wasn't Pat Dye. <laughs> What a, what a crazy thing that is. But, but he wasn't Pat Dye, so I didn't like him. He wasn't going to be – I wasn't going to – I don't know. I just didn't like him. But we went through spring ball, and I I, I, I mean, it was just like he, he kind of grew on me, and I, and I fell in love with, uh, with Ed Dermini. He was a great coach as well. I mean, he did some great things after I left my senior year. We did not have a good team um, my senior year. Uh, <laughs> at East Carolina, we we got beat. I think we only won like four games. I remember a game uh, uh, played. We played Florida State uh, in Florida State in Tallahassee, and uh, I remember that game. Um, we, uh, we we I returned the opening kickoff back for the for a touchdown. We're up seven to nothing against Florida State, and uh, the final score was sixty three to seven. <laughs> Yeah, they gave us a whooping. But uh, anyway, <laughs> the um, uh, I, I didn't have that great of a year, but I, I still had a, I still was decent enough. I, run, I ran a few kickoffs backs and back for a touchdown, and uh, and now my senior year here, I'm excited, and the NFL draft is coming. I got an opportunity to go to. Um, to a combine, went to the combine in Indianapolis, and, and I did very well at the combine. I, I, um, a good, I ran a good forty. Uh, bench was good. Uh, I had a, a really good combine, and and my agent that I had, he said that uh, the Washington Redskins are, are probably one of the teams that were going to get me. I don't care who was who wanted to get me. I I just wanted to make it to the NFL. Uh, and he said They're, you're going to probably get drafted in maybe the fourth or the fifth round. Didn't matter to me, just as long as I got drafted. And so, um, so I am sitting at home in my dorm room uh, watching the NFL draft on my eight-inch or oh, twelve-inch. What was eight-inch? Well, that was twelve-inch. Twelve-inch black and white TV. ESPN. We had ESPN back in 1981. Believe it or not. And so uh, <laughs> I. Um, Watching the watching the draft and you know when I went to the combine and my, my roommate was Howie Long so that was pretty cool uh, having Howie Long as a roommate uh, uh, seeing all the guys Ronnie Lott was in, in my in my in that in that draft uh, um, uh, Lawrence Taylor we had we had a lot of good guys man 
But uh, so I'm waiting for the fourth or the fifth round. And so first round comes in. I'm seeing all the guys getting drafted. I'm excited about all the guys for them. I'm waiting for the fourth or the fifth round. And so second round comes in and the New England Patriots have a pick in the second round. Now, I'm going to tell you, I didn't know where the New England Patriots were even located. At. I know it was up north somewhere, <laughs> but I really didn't know oh, if they were in Boston, if they're in Providence or wherever they were at, but I just knew it was New England. And so the New England Patriots have the pick in the second round. And so um, I'm looking, I'm watching, and I'm still waiting for the fourth round because that's when I'm going to get drafted. And so um, Patriots have a pick in the, in the camera, beams into the Patriots. There's two guys sitting at the table. And I see the guy, I write the name, Anthony Collins. And I said, is there another Anthony Collins in this draft? And as soon as I said that, man, I get the phone call from New England, Pat Sullivan. I remember that. He called me up on the phone and he says that we're gonna we're, we're getting ready to draft you right now. And my dream came true. Hard work, dedication. Um, I mean, I, I did everything the right way. Uh, I'm not saying I was perfect. wasn't a perfect kid. I, I, I didn't get in trouble when I was coming up uh, at all, but, you know, I wasn't a perfect kid, but uh, I did, I did it the right way. You know, I, I worked hard. I put, I put in the work. And when you put in the work, uh, you create opportunities. You know, a lot of times we, we sit back and we, we, we kind of wait for opportunities, opportunities to happen. Hard work creates opportunity. The harder you work, the more opportunities that you're going to create. And so um, I, I just want to share that to people, man. You know, we, we're, we're, we, we have to put the work in if we want to see results. And I put the work in and my dreams come true. I, I make it to the NFL and, uh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic. I'm so, it's, it's fantastic. Um, uh, I get to the NFL, my rookie season, and I'm the third string running back on the team. Third string. I've never been third string before in my whole entire life. I didn't plan on being third string for the New England Pages either. And so I'm, I'm third string and there's there's two guys ahead of me. Uh, there's Horace Ivy uh, as the second string running back and Vegas Ferguson, who just got drafted in the, in the first round the year before I did, is the number one running back. And Tony Collins from Pinyan, New York, is the number three running back. In my mind, I'm the number one running back. They just don't know it yet. <laughs> and so, and so, again, it's all about the work. It's all about the hard work. I, I was, I was the first one on the field. I was the last one off the field. I was the first one in the weight room. I was the last one out of the weight room. I, I, there were many days that I, I, I spent time with Steve Grogan and 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 and, and the and the quarterbacks. Just, you know, just to make sure that I knew what I was doing. I'm catching the ball, uh, just putting in the extra work. And I was waiting for my opportunity to come. I was prepared for my opportunity. And there's a, there's a lot of things uh, with that, man. You know, opportunities will come, but if you're not prepared for your opportunity, it's going to just keep going. And so I'm waiting for my opportunity. I'm preparing for my opportunity. First one on the field, last one off the field. First one in the weight room, last one out of the weight room. If you want to be the best, 
You can't do what everybody else is doing. And so second week of training camp, Horace Ivory gets hurt. And so I move up to the number two spot on the depth chart. <laughs> move up to the number two spot on the depth chart. And, and I'm still man, having a good camp and everything's going fantastic. Everything's going very, very well. Um, <laughs> the fourth week of training camp, the last week of training camp, Vegas Ferguson gets hurt. I felt kind of bad for Vegas, but I felt real good for Tony. Because now I get to start the very first game of the season. I remember to this day uh, against the Baltimore Colts. I had uh, like maybe 13 or 14, maybe 14 or 15 carries for about 80 some yards. Um, had a few catches out of the backfield. We lost the game. I remember that. But I had a, a, a good game. And my career was off and running. And, 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 and it was all because of hard work. I made my dreams come true. And I want to tell you guys, dreams do come true. Dreams do come true. What you think about the most will come to you. You got to get your plan. Positive thinking equals positive results. Surround yourself with good people. Hard work pays off. And, and, and these are the things that I, that I built that I built on and that everybody can build on. And, 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 and just just the beginning, we talked we talked about choices as well, um, man. Your, your life is, is going to be filled with choices. The better choices you make, the better life you'll have. Um, we're going to, uh, I know there's, there's there's people on the line right now. If you guys want to ask me any questions, <laughs> we're, I, I want to leave time for questions. Uh, I see Bonnie's here, Alex is here, uh, Colette's here. Um, but any questions you guys, you, I know you guys on Facebook, you can't ask questions. You got to uh, Click on uh, <laughs> millions.com to ask questions, and hopefully uh, we'll, we'll get we'll get to you guys uh, uh, next week. Okay, all, all my Instagram people, uh, I'm, I, also my Facebook people too. If you want to ask questions, uh, you gotta go to millions.com. Uh, I just wanna thank everybody for coming coming tonight. Um, uh, Alex, let's see, how proud was your mom on draft day? <laughs> I will tell you, Alex, um, she was pretty excited, man. And, and, and here's the thing about, about that. Um, uh, my, my junior year, uh, I, after my junior year, a couple guys were going to get drafted. Uh, so the senior guys, a couple senior guys were going to draft. They had these big parties, man. They had all, they had all these big, they had all these big parties. And I, and I said, I'm not going to have no kind of party. I knew I was going to get drafted. I just didn't know when. But I'm not going to have no big party and, and, and not get drafted. I'm not going to, I don't want to go through that because the guy, I'm not going to mention any names, but he went, he was, he had this big party. All of us was at the party and he didn't get drafted. So I, but um, like I said, I was sitting at home, sitting in my dorm room watching the draft. And uh, as soon as I got, uh, I got the call, I called my mom and my dad. And uh, man, it was, it was a dream come true for them as well, because they know how, how, all the dreams that I had, and and man, it was it was it was very special. She was so proud of me, uh, and it was a great time for my family. Uh, another question is, how did I get to go from Anthony to Tony? <laughs> okay, growing up, my name was Anthony. <laughs> 
my, my original little name is Anthony Collins. And when I, when I got to college, they, they, they even shortened it. And they called me AC. So now I'm AC. I'm, I'm AC from, from my freshman year in college to my senior year in, in, in college. Now they call me AC. Uh, and so when I, when I get to New England, there was this guy on the team. His name was Alan Clark. And they call him AC. And so they couldn't have two ACs. So instead of them calling me uh, AC, they called me TC, uh, which was, they, they just shortened my name for Tony. I didn't really care, uh, just as long as they called me. <laughs> so my name went from AC, uh, uh, Anthony Collins, to Tony when I, when I got to the NFL, my, my rookie season. What would you have done anything different? You could do it all, all again. I, Alex, I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of stuff that I, I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to talk about uh, differently, and it's, and it's going to be in our ne next episode. I don't want to give my next episode away. <laughs> Alex, you're going to have to, you're going to have to come back again. You're going to have to come back again to, uh, <laughs> to, to find out. Uh, in fact, but there's a lot of things different. I, I wish I, I wish I would have done, but that's gonna be on my next episode. I see Al, Al, Al Northley just just joined us. How you doing, Al? If you want to ask questions, it's question time now. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna tell you, Alex. Um, like I said, life is all about choices, man. Uh, the better choices you make, the the um, uh, the better your life is gonna be. Um, and so, I, I wrote a book. My book is called Turning. Uh, Broken Road, Turning My Mess into a Message. And uh, it, it's, a, it's a book. I mean, you guys can go online and get that book if you want. But it's a book that I, I share my whole life story uh, about some of the choices, about some of the things that, that I wish I would have done differently uh, uh, before. Uh, but, you know, you, you can't change anything now. The only thing that you can change is, is um, what you're doing right now. And, you know, you, I look back at my life and I, I'm, uh, I don't want to say I have regrets, but, you know, there's there's some things that I wish I definitely would have done differently. But I, I'm in a I'm in a place in my life right now where I'm living my best life. And, and that's what life is all about, living your best life. Bonnie, uh, what round did Chris get chosen in? Oh, uh, remember I told you that Chris Chrissy got drafted in, 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 in the NFL as well as I did? My 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 senior my well we, Chris goes off to Princeton and I go to East Carolina. I get drafted in the second round by the New England Patriots and Chris gets drafted in the twelfth round. They had twelve rounds back then. They, he gets drafted in the twelfth round by the New England Patriots. We both got drafted by the same team. Al, what's going on? I hear you. Yeah, man, we. <laughs> you got to switch on the millions if you if you want to ask some questions. I'm going to be doing this. Uh, uh, every week, Al, uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try to help as many people as possible, man. Um, uh, millions Millions.com is uh, is helping me do this. is It's a great outlet for me, um, and I'm very very excited about uh, about teaming up with Millions. And man, we're gonna we're gonna reach a lot of people and help a lot of people uh, with some things. Uh, and, and I'm just gonna share my life uh, with people. Uh, let me see. My my school high school said that's it, Mike. I'm tell you, we we all make choices, and you really and, you, and you're stuck with <laughs> you're you're stuck with the choices that you make. And, and like I said before, man, you 
the, the better choices you make, the, the more opportunity that you're going to have. And, and that's what life is all about. You know, I, I'm like I said, I'm living my best life right now. Um, I have a fantastic wife. I have a fantastic family. And man, uh, this is this is some of the uh, greatest times in my life right now. And I'm so very thankful. But there there are some stuff I had to go through, man, that that I that I got myself into because of the choices that I made. And we're going to talk about them at, at another time. And I, I just want to thank everybody for coming on tonight, man. We um, I hope we um, uh, got to some people to help some people. And, and that's what this is all about. We're, we're, we're going to try to help a lot of people as possible. We're going to do a lot of segments on on, on helping uh, other kids going off to school as well. And uh, we'll let we'll let uh, these high school uh, athletes know when, when those segments will, will, will start running. And we're going to try to do a, a maybe a five week segment of just helping the kids get recruited and some of the things that they're going to have to do to get recruited. Because, you know, a lot of times you just sit back and don't do nothing. And that's the worst thing that you can do as a high school athlete. You just sit back and wait for things to happen. But we're going to be helping a lot of people. And I'm really excited with millions. And, uh, uh, again, uh, we're, we're, we're here to help. Uh, um, next week, we're, we're going we're gonna to talk about another subject I'm uh, going to be sharing again. Uh, we'll, we'll be having guests. Uh, it's going to be a fun time. And, and like I said, our main goal is, is helping as many people as possible and, and believing beyond limits. You know, you uh, no one would ever thought uh, that I would be from from a family of 16 uh, uh, growing up and, and being be able to make it out of that little small town in Pinyan and to make it to the to, to the National Football League. Dreams do come true. Uh, what guests do we have on? Well, I got I got a lot of guys, man. Uh, Irvin Fryer is, is going to probably be one uh, who 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 uh, will be on. Irvin Fryer, um, John Hanna, uh, expecting him to come on uh, uh, on with me. I don't know you know guys know John who John Hanna is. He's probably one of the best offensive linemen uh, in the whole NFL, <laughs> and I got the opportunity to to uh, to uh, run run. Uh, behind him hey mark i see mark has has joined us as well glad glad to meet you mark you're late man you're late <laughs> uh, mark's my cousin you know you know how my cousins be they, they, my cousins be late so that that's okay <laughs> but we're gonna do this every week at eight o'clock man and uh we're gonna we're gonna believe beyond limits and, that, and that's what it's all about i i i i think uh everything begins with a thought and if we can keep our thoughts right and we keep our thoughts directed and whether you like it or not, you know, God is the source. You know, without God, I would not be sitting here today talking to you. Uh, I know that for a fact and I can't get around that. This, that's, what it's, that's what it's all about. And I'm just so thankful uh, to have an opportunity to, to be able to share things because be totally honest with you, I shouldn't be here. Should not be here. Should be dead. But God said, I'm going to give you another chance and another chance and another chance. <laughs> and he kept giving me these chances. And, uh, and I'm so very thankful for that. I'm so very thankful for my family. Oh, man, I have, I have a great family. I have a fantastic family. And I'm just 
so appreciative uh, of my family. Uh, and, you know, on this podcast, you're going to be seeing my family. We're going to be doing some things that I have a little granddaughter who's gone viral on me and <laughs> she, she's just, she's just fantastic and great. So, um, yeah, we're, we're going to have a great time. I, I want to thank everybody for, for joining me tonight. Uh, we'll be back next month, next Thursday night, eight o'clock. Um, uh, we'll talk about some good things. Okay. So join us next Thursday night, at eight o'clock, believe in beyond limits. My name is Tony Collins. I love you. God bless you. Keep working hard. All right. Take care. See you guys later. God bless. God bless everybody.